Occasionally. Man, that's a children's book they don't put on the shelves anymore. <laughs> the little engine that could sometimes. <laughs> hey, kids, most of the time you're going to yeah. fail. But you should try yeah, anyway especially. because capitalism. It, 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 it does have the uh, benefit yeah. of being true. I don't think... Kids but the are, thing is, we didn't even try. There was no failure. We just chose not to even try. It's the, worse. The little engine that didn't feel like trying. Hey, welcome back to Even More Mashed Up. If, in case you've forgotten, we are the pop culture podcast. It talks about um, all things pop culture. I am Alan. I'm Patrick. And yes, like a Jedi who has gone into exile in the desert and brings himself back, we return with another episode of the podcast, talking about Kenobi. I see what you did there. It's yeah. strange, though, that you already announced what we're doing. Usually there's like a moment of suspense where people have you been, do a people have been waiting teaser for a and month, then people have to people guess. People have been waiting for a month and a half yeah. for another show anyway. It's like, I feel yeah, the there's plenty of suspense. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yes. And, and Rich, the Chewbacca yes. to our hand solo is also here. I feel like I'm more the C-3PO. Mm. Rich, okay, there cool. was really a moment for you to do a Chewbacca yop right there. I was yeah. not also, going to attempt it. Also, the fact nope. that you choose yeah. C-3PO over Chewbacca. I'm just being honest. I'm I'm not choosing. Right. I'm simply recognizing the truth. Okay. To be fair, I mean, C-3PO is useful a lot of the time. He Are is you, not I was useful say, I bet Patrick, Patrick is probably a big fan of C-3PO. No, no. Why? Yeah, when, when you is loved C-3PO it when you were a kid, useful? though. No. Oh, he's, he's fluent in six million forms of communication. But he doesn't... He's like a... Isn't he like a diplomatic droid or something? He's a protocol droid. There which you is, go. That's what I was going to say. Which is basically I'm clearly the same well idea. prepared for a Star Wars episode. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yes. If the, I if have the 100% show was, ready. If the show was on C-3PO, yes, it seems like you're really prepared. Unfortunately, the show is not. No, it's on Kenobi. Well... Well, Rich doesn't know if C-3PO's in it or not because That's right, Star Wars I fan have Rich not hasn't even watched oh, it. Star Wars fan Rich oh. is sick of Star Wars. Oh, just wait till he hears that Mara oh Jade shows up in it. it. There's a what? It's not true. Okay. No. Mara Jade. No. Yep, she shows up on Tatooine. What do you mean she just... Is she really? Sh- what do you mean she just shows... What do you, what do you mean she just shows up? You're She's not, not in... This is an expanded universe Wait. thing that's going to hurt. Yeah. Isn't Patrick going to get really upset because Rich has abandoned Star Wars and he thinks I have abandoned the MCU? Well, no. Cause, Seems like this would be time for Patrick Rage. No, your, your previous betrayal on the MCU has numbed me to uh, further betrayals. Ah, uh, so you're used to betrayals. Star Wars now. betrayed me. Um, I'm not even sure what, well, to, what to do with that. Sorry. I didn't mean... <laughs> That was just, that was a, sure. that was a little bit too honest of a statement there, Rich. Like yeah, that, so. that, there was a lot of passion yeah. there. Like, it could, you yes. know, it's it, it's at first when I heard the Mandalorian, I was like, oh, cool, you know, more Star Wars stuff. You know, it's about this nope. kind of thing that doesn't have anything to do with it. You know, it's not really a prequel. You know, people thought it was Yoda, mm-hmm. but it's not. You know, so cool. No. But then Boba Fett happened. It's like, okay. Yeah, Boba Fett was not very good. You're no. right. You? It was it was pretty average. I didn't think it you watched Boba Fett. Average. I watched season one. Of Bo- Remember, I complained because he said he had to get that beast to ride because you couldn't walk across the desert, and he rode it across the desert, and then he walked back home. You're yeah. talking about Mandalorian season one, not Boba Fett season one. Oh, whoops! Sorry, I was talking but, about Mandalorian. Yeah, you said Boba Fett. I did not watch. Yeah. Oh, I did not watch Boba Fett. No. And I yeah. watched some of it, and I tell, I tell you, it's boring. It's yes, Boba it Fett being a nice would, guy. And I don't understand why. I mean, I get why it's Disney. But I just, I'm done. It, it, first off, I want Disney, with all of its access to stuff, I want it to do stuff that's new. You know what I mean? See, this is the problem, Rich. Disney's doing to Star Wars what it's done to the MCU. It's just because it can crank out content, and the yeah. easiest content are stories that have already been told. They are slowly strangling the things Patrick most loves to death. And now they've made themselves a situation with streaming where they're actively incentivized exactly. to make, to make uh, quantity over quality because yep. 
they need like almost like a 24 hour yeah. news cycle they need to be keep constantly making things you know they yeah. can't sit I, there and think about how are we going to make this good or unique or whatever it's no make it it's 100 percent true i was just um messaging with danny on the discord before we got started here today he said he watched the first three episodes of kenobi and he quit yeah i just I, I can't imagine any of it's good. Like, is it's Ewan McGregor? I think, right? I, I don't yes. know that much about this show, so yes. that might be the only yeah. positive to it. Is because no, I, mean, I think he was that's pretty good. Largely, what is the attraction to the show is seeing Ewan McGregor play Kenobi again, and and you've also yeah. got um, you know, what's his face playing Anakin slash Vader. Oh, Hayden Christensen, he's back as well. Oh yeah, I'll, well, you, I'll be. You honest, got Jimmy yeah. Smith's back, right? Yes, you've got him back as uh, Bail Organa. Yep, yep, yep. All, so like, all, I'm yeah. sh- it'd be neat, almost in this nostalgia way. To see those characters. Unfortunately, you've got the rest of the show around them happening. Rich, Rich, it's like they're taking nostalgia and they're shoving it. Like such great quantities of nostalgia and they're shoving it right down your throat that you can't even enjoy the nostalgia. And it's so blatant. It's so blatant what they're doing. It's oh, not like, oh, 100%. here's a bunch of Easter eggs and stuff. 100%. We, we know why you're here. Here's your you know hit of nostalgia. Here's your... Copious, right. he's a buffet of nostalgia. No, there's no because good you know writing. what I really, you know what I really needed to know from Obi Wan Kenobi, where Leia got her holster from. Right, like that's uh, an important like, that's detail. Like, it's so important. I just very important. It's it's fan service that's so obviously fan service. Well, it's that clearly it, a question that, that fans that, have been asking for decades: is where did Leia get her holster? It's, it's like. It's like Michael Bay dumping an entire semi-truck full of Coors Light on the road. Just like smacking you in the face. But at least Michael Bay knows what he's doing and he's making fun of it. Uh, At least there's explosions uh, in Michael Bay. I don't – I'm not – again, let's not not go down the Michael Bay – really cool explosions. Yeah, nobody nobody has ever bought my Michael Bay argument. Yeah, no, that's podcast. because you're Michael Talent, Bay. That's I would Bay gladly arguments. watch an entire marathon of every Michael Bay movie before <laughs> oh, I ever see Kenobi. <laughs> Rich has joined wow. me. Like wow, I'm the, full on because you know yeah, what? It's like the, all wow, these, Rich is, the bitterness is, is strong in those two. <laughs> this is a man who's been spurned, right? You can it's, hear it in I, Rich's I, voice. It, because it's like I don't he was care in love. about uh, what drives me up the wall is that it's all so much prequel stuff too. Is that it's like where did the holster come from? You know where it's all the sense like yeah. Why can't it just continue on past the movies? They did you know, that. You've already that, made that was, because that was the those, three movies we got. The, you know the the Force and those are going to be the movies they make in the future, right? I I guess. Mm, that or they they just, can't they, do anything that really matters. Alan, on why Disney make Plus? movies when you can just make crappier TV shows that way cheaper? Well, I think that's a good question, but I think they must be making more money on the movies. Or at least these, the merchandise. These are just meant. These are just the opiates to keep you like yeah in a in a cloud of Star Wars. So you don't drift away and go to like comes. Netflix or something. Exactly. Exactly. God. Patrick, are you okay? I feel like I'm, this is going to be I, a yeah. tough I'm episode. fine. You guys, you guys clearly have some issues to work through, so I'm just yeah, giving you the space. I, I no, I, I, this is almost like a th- therapy this is, this episode. Is, there, this well, is I'm just inventing about Look, Disney uh, before, before we came on, I messaged Danny and I said, we're talking about Kenobi. And I said it was going to be brutal for me because Patrick and Rich are such huge Star Wars fans. <laughs> and, and Kenobi, like I can kind of take it or leave it. I did not expect... I was going to step into the room, and Rich was going to drop this on us. Yeah. God, I just... Hey, Rich, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think that we're post-peak Star Wars? Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> no. I, we, we hit post-peaks that we... Uh, Boba Fett was post-peak. Because Mandalorian... Uh, yeah. I would say no, Rise yeah. of Skywalker was post-peak. That was... No, no. Rise of Skywalker was, like, on the edge. No. Where Rise it of was Skywalker like, was oh, well but over they the could have. They could have they've been because again, Mandalorian wasn't too bad. You know what I mean? Mandalorian was at least kind of an interesting concept. No, it was awful. Yeah. Mandalorian? Yeah. The, uh, it, the last good Star Wars thing that was made was Rogue One. Uh did Rogue One come out before or after Last Jedi? I have no idea. Who cares? Because Last Jedi was good. I liked Last Jedi. <laughs> 
Rich. Rich is just totally giving up. Yeah. Because you know what? I mean, you know what? I like The Mandalorian because it was slightly different. And I think I realized that, like, you're right. It wasn't that good. But it was just... First off, because it didn't show his face. And I was like, it was like, what was that? A Judge Dredd movie where, like, they never show his face? No, that's about, like, the that's... Mandalorians don't show... They don't take their... That particular segment of the Mandalorians don't take their helmets off. No, I know. Well, that no, Mandalorian saying, sure did. That's, no, that's what I'm saying, though. Beforehand, that's to show though, how deeply he loves the... Grogu. That's what I'm saying, though. Uh, no, that's stupid. <laughs> okay. And um, Grogu is stupid. Yeah. But, like, that part I liked okay. because it was, like, oh, kind of committing I've to the idea of, like... I've tolerated a lot today. I will not tolerate the, Gro- the Grogu smack. Okay? Oh, no, Grogu's... <laughs> I I'll draw the line. I draw the line at the trash heap of Grogu. Okay, I've heard a lot honest, from you two in the last seventeen and a half minutes. Been... So, if Grogu's a child, and I don't know if he is, because he is. he's only like what they say, like a hundred years old, and we know that that Yoda lived to like eight hundred. So, so he's like ten oh or God. fifteen. He's like a teenager, kind of. Uh. In the reference, the point is, Grogu needed to be hit a bit more as a child. To just stop doing Whoa. things. Wow, wow. Wait okay. a minute. I, I want to be clear that the podcast yeah, no. does not we condone do not, yeah. nor support in any way yeah. no, no, no. Rich's not theories on child raising. Not children's, no. Just Grogu. Yeah, no, go, no. But no. you just said he's a teenager. Yeah, you can't. You've well, just well, advocated. Yeah. Even yeah. if he was 80 years old, he should have still been hit more. No, okay. Um, <laughs> Again, I think it's time. to be clear. I think it's time to move on uh, yeah. to, you know. Yes. Just at one point, Goku was eating the children of somebody that was being, was uh, the Mandalorian was transported. Just a heads up. Remember, that what happened. Yes. Consistently, he was told not to eat the children of somebody. No, no, they're and eggs. He just ate eggs. We eat eggs. Those were technically childrens of, of chickens. They're unfertilized yeah. eggs. And I do not eat them. No, that's true. Yes. Oh, it's also, too. So, there's certain people who don't. But to pay- but, to Patrick's point, yes. Oh, go ahead, about, Rich. You, you want to finish your no, 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 Grogu agree, should be no, no, beaten no. point. No, please. I agree. Please. I, agree. Yes. I agree. We should move on. <laughs> I agree. Okay. We should move on. So, yes, I feel like I kind of have my notes. I feel like we're beating a dead Grogu. I wish. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rich beat me to that yes. one. I wish my leg wasn't so <laughs> yes. bad. I, I, I definitely would have been in on that. I one. do have my. I have notes on Kenobi, or what I like to think <laughs> of my Kenotes be. <laughs> Have you been waiting 18 minutes to drop that? I've been waiting for the appropriate moment, yes. <laughs> okay. Have you been waiting months so, to do that? No, no, I came up with that like earlier today. Okay. Kenotespe. <laughs> so, I don't know about you, Patrick, but my Kenotespe's are organized around things I liked, things I didn't like, uh-huh. and then I had a series of questions for you because I know you like to be like the... The comic book expert. I assume you like to be the Star Wars expert too. Well, I feel like I, you know, I mean that's usually Rich's niche, but I feel like he's not you know, anymore. He's over. He's over. They've taken in the that corner, from me. So, uh, I don't know. According to Disney, I don't know anything about Star Wars as far as Disney's concerned. All okay. my knowledge is fake. Okay. okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Um. Man. <laughs> Rich is coming in hot. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. it's a heat this, today this, or what. This is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I've, I've never seen this side of Rich before. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Rich should have given us some head up that heads up that this was going to trigger him. I feel like that, I wish that, I had known. Yeah. I wish I had known. He hasn't even but, seen but the Rich, show you, and Kenobi has triggered He didn't even try it. Exactly. I saw. I didn't even see the trailer. I saw the thumbnail from Disney Plus or whatever, and that was enough. And that was it for yeah. you. That was it. So... Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> just in case Star Wars or Disney ever wanted to sponsor the podcast, though, why don't we? Why don't we? Why don't we start with the stuff we liked? Yeah, I feel like we're gonna get. I mean, based on the conversation so far, I think we're gonna get through that very quickly. It's gonna be a short oh, list. I assume you have stuff, right? Uh, I mean, the show is fine. Oh no, no! You know it wasn't. Oh, it, well, I mean, again, it's got it's got the same drawback of like any prequel, which is that you know there there are very little stakes in the show. Like you get to the you get to the end of the next to last episode, you know, when Reva finds out about Luke on Tatooine and being Vader's father. It's like this whole thing of like, ooh, she's going to go to Tatooine and she's going to kill. No, she's not. No one that's involved in that situation can be killed. Luke can't be killed. <laughs> 
his, you know, uncle and aunt can't be killed. Obi-Wan can't be killed. Like the only person who could have been killed is Reva and they don't kill her. So like there, there was just no, there were no real, like they were, they just had, there just wasn't a lot of stakes to the show, particularly that, that moment. So we're off to a strong start on what we liked, which yeah. is good. I'm, yeah. We've really, we've really righted the ship, and now we're moving yeah, in the direction. I, mean, I, I like you and McGregor as Kenobi. Yeah, I agree. Like he's he's always he was, he's always good to see. I like I like that Hayden Christensen got a chance to actually be Darth Vader as opposed to only being Anakin so far. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a cool idea, and and I know that's that, just that, a cool idea, though. And it's and it's more a cool idea. They've yeah. you know both you and McGregor and Christensen, they have such a, they have they developed a very close relationship. So I'm also happy for them to be back together. Like they 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 sort of see themselves yeah. as brothers based on their previous experience. So it's kind of nice to see them, you know, interacting. Yeah, and I thought McGregor was good, and I thought the other two things you mentioned, like they're nice ideas, but I don't know that they really added a lot to my enjoyment of the actual show. Well, I mean, can as they, opposed to like, can they add to something that doesn't seem to really exist? Yeah, it's a nice idea well, in a show that doesn't matter almost. There was one, here. I'll start with something now. Don't get upset with me that I that I really enjoyed at the start, but then I thought faded over the course. Mm. At the very beginning. I felt like this felt like a throwback to a Star Wars film, like it, like one of the original trilogy at the start. It just had the right vibes and a nice feel to it. Now, over the course of the show, there were way too many throwbacks. Yeah. But initially, there was kind of an atmospheric vibe that I thought mm. captured something of an old-fashioned spirit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of, I mean, it, you know, kind of like Rogue One that I think, very much sort of felt like it was in terms of the design, like it felt like it was 1970, the 1970s Star Wars in terms of the looks, right. of th- the looks of things like, uh, right. You know, exactly. Yeah. Kenobi had, had not as much, not as much or as well as Rogue One, but it, it did. I agree. It did have some of that vibe. It, it, that was the, the part of the nostalgia that felt somewhat effective to me that atmospherically it felt nostalgic. A lot of the other nostalgia I will complain about. Yes. Anything else you liked then? Um, I liked that the show once again kind of confirms that the Jedi suck. Um, you know, that... Wow, that, none of us liked this show. I saw that in like, well, but I, this has been my point all along, is, you know, this is what the Jedi do, is, is they are defeated and then they go into exile and wait for the younger generation to fix all of their problems. So, I mean... I mean, Kenobi's arc... That sounds familiar. I mean, Kenobi's arc in this film is basically Luke's arc in Last Jedi. You know, they're both, you know, they're both in exile and, you know, depressed right. about their failures. They're both cut yeah. off from the Force and have to, like, learn how to reconnect. And that reconnection happens via their interaction with a young female uh, Jedi, you know, Rey versus Leia. Um yeah. But at the same time, like, you yeah. know, you know, there, I mean, there's a very clear arc in terms of Kenobi's development is, you know, by the end of it, you know, he's reconnected with the force. He's, he's back to being, you know, the bad, badass Jedi that he was so that he can spend the next 10 years just hanging out on Tatooine. Like it's, it's yeah. like, like no, no, there's, that's, there's no, right, that's, but that was the question I wanted to follow that up with that after all of this arc that kind of establishes all that you've just talked about. Uh-huh. He's just going to spend the rest of the time like going back to being a lonely hermit on Tatooine, right? I get, yeah. I mean that that that's or or you yeah. know we're going to get Kenobi season two and he's going to have another you know sort of adventure that that you know fits into the interstices of of the Star Wars universe, but you know can't really yeah matter Again, unless they're going to do an alternate timeline. Yeah, there's not much he can do that matters. Yeah. Unless they just start yeah, inventing if, more villains that never existed yeah. before. I mean, they, they, you know, I mean, the nice but thing if, is they, if, they do have the, I mean, I will, I will give them credit for, particularly in terms of the Obi-Wan Vader relationship, they did, I think, use continuity well, because in, in A New Hope, when Vader senses Kenobi's presence on the Death Star, he says, you know, it's a presence I haven't felt since, and then he, like, trails off. He never says, since when. So, you know, yeah. it, it, it does, it does yeah, give, you know, it's since that, that, that time on Tatooine. Um, 
you know, yeah. or whatever. So, you know, I give them credit for, like, they did find a way to have Kenobi and Vader interact that doesn't completely blow up Star Wars continuity. I mean, other things in the show completely blow up Star Wars continuity, but... So, is but as you started talking about a season two... I think that would make me even more unhappy than Ben just going back to be a hermit. Well, they, right so now. far they've said like it's the idea just a that, limited series that they've they've not okay. said that there is a season. Good. Three. The idea that he's going to spend the next ten years going off on secret missions all around the galaxy, while he's protecting, you know, the future Jedi savior who's being hidden with his family, and which it, seems like a really terrible hiding. Not place. just with his family, but under his original name, like he's. He's like, right. he's Luke Skywalker. I mean, again, they're not good at disguises. I mean, yeah. he literally changed his run from Obi-Wan Kenobi to Ben Kenobi. Like, it's not it's not yeah, the yeah. most brilliant but strategy How many Kenobis are there in the galaxy? You know? Clear, clearly the, uh, well, maybe Kenobi is like Smith in the in the galaxy. But you'd think the, the but, Empire would just kill every Smith then. Like, whatever. We're going to wipe out right. 10% well, of the galaxy. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it, is it, as it turns out, the Grand Inquisitors are really bad at their jobs. Yeah, it turns out everybody's bad yeah. at the jobs. Thankfully, well, the Inquisitors also, the Inquisitors also show up in uh, in Rebels. They're a big part of Rebels. Yeah, are they bad at their job there too? Um, yeah, actually, they kind of are. Now that I think about it, they don't really. You know the other the other thing they're really bad at is naming because the that the fact that the name of their actual building is the Fortress Inquisitorius is about the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. It's so Star Wars, though. It's oh, it so Star Wars. It is very Star Wars, but it is it is kind of like I cannot believe they actually called it that. So yeah, these are the things we liked so, about the show, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So these I mean, are the good points. Let me pitch another one to you. Okay. Is it is it uh, I, the the child actress playing Leia? Because you love child actors. I was just literally going to say, I do not like child actors. <laughs> and no, I did not need young Luke nor young Leia in this. Uh. And in many ways, it felt very forced. But it did feel like when you when Star Wars originally opens to R2-D2 playing that message, of, you know, from Leia to Kenobi, it felt like a, a richer understanding of that exchange, maybe, created by the show. Well, except for the fact that in the message she says, oh, you no. know, General Kenobi, you, you know, you fought with my father in the Clone Wars. She might have brought up, you know, also there was that time you saved me from the kidnapping by the Sith and we escaped from Darth well, Vader on a planet. But, you know. Some things don't need saying, right? Uh, I don't know. That just it, it didn't. It, that that's one of the continuity <laughs> things that didn't really work for me. I'm like, why would she emphasize the relationship with the father when she knows Kenobi? Right. Like she knows him. They they hung out for a while. It's like you remember uh, my father. All right, so so yeah, it's 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 a weird. So I tried. So anyways, you were, you liked something about that, right? Well, then it, it set up like the the relationship between the two seemed more resonant. Although you've kind of beaten my point up pretty well. So I guess I retract that as a positive. Okay. I've got one more. Oh, okay. Is it her cute little droid? I do love cute little droids. More no. almost as and much as e kid actors. Yes. Don't even don't even get me going on the 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 cute droids, which I'm gonna assume you loved because you always do love them. Uh I mean I mean her droid Lola was was fine. I mean at this point, you know because someone keeps mentioning the cuteness of droids and how you know manipulative it is, I it sort is. of I, I can't really in, I can't really enjoy uh, oh. the cute droids as much. But I do enjoy the the noble sacrifice of of the the Ned B droid, the big worker droid that that sacrifices himself. So you do you mean that really? Yeah, yeah. Ned B is the breakout star of Kenobi. That must for be the you saddest or for everybody. Uh, a lot of people. I, I does seem like a lot of people liked Ned B. Yes. Yeah. You know what? I, the whole droid rights thing just always grates with me, as you know, because we've talked about this. Yeah. And it is a so problem. Do you not support droid rights? No, he does. I don't remember Leia being a big supporter of droid rights. None of the good guys the are movies. a supporter of droids' rights. They're all very like. I mean, like, I mean, at the end of New Hope, when they pull R2 out of the uh, X-Wing and he's like completely blown up and C-3PO is like, oh, my God, everyone's like, ah, he'll be fine. And they walk off I'm like, that's kind of cold. 
Well, it's just well, a machine. Who cares? Yeah, we should. Well, probably, okay. Yeah. So there's two questions. So apparently, <laughs> like, Rich is fine with beating up droids too. So you know. Well, I do think I think there's a difference between Grogu and Ned Three, but even if there isn't, okay, it's Ned B. Why was it's Leia Ned so? It's Ned B. Whatever. Clearly, the show did not really resonate with me. Um, why is she so committed as a youngster to droid rights, but by the time she's an actual princess, she doesn't care? It's just a fad. No, well, I it's, mean, what's, it, there listen. you go. The problem of shoehorning in civil rights for droids in all of these prequels is it makes all of these people look like complete, listen, complete assets in the she's movies. She's just yeah. your typical white liberal rebel that, you know. <laughs> Talks a big game about equal rights and everything, but when it comes down to it, she's only interested in the equal rights for the people that look like her. I mean, she owned two droids when she was an okay. adult. I just want to point out that Patrick is now trashing not only the character after whom he named his dog. Yeah. <laughs> but seems to have to have completely come over to the side of me and Rich, which I am stunned by. I, I, well, I mean, again, I, 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 it, this... it is possible, and I do hate to say this, um, <laughs> that in terms yes. of things like Star Wars and the MCU... Uh-huh. Um, yes. Go on. It, mm-hmm. it does seem Please. to be succumbing to a kind of... Mm-hmm. Um, half-life in that things are getting less yes. and less um, compelling. Almost as though it's at a peak and gone past it? Wow. Yes, yes. It's, it's almost as if we've, we've gone past a peak and, you know, it, 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 it seems like, you know, there's no, there's no real desire to do something different, um, but just sort of kind of, of mining um you know, sort of, of well, in the MCU, just kind of mining the Marvel Universe as a resource, and, and I guess in Star Wars, just kind of mining nostalgia. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I feel I, like if I a therapist say, were I, here, I the am, therapist I would say, <laughs> the therapist would say, we've had a real breakthrough today. Yeah, we've had a real epiphany moment. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Patrick. No, it's fine. I, I mean, think I talked over you. No, oh, no, you didn't. Uh, yeah, no, I, mean, I, I don't just, know why yeah, I'm so know. happy about this. It's it, the it, things I, yeah, you love I mean, of being destroyed. I'm I'm you know <laughs> I'm watching these things and you know they're all kind of okay. Like I don't I don't yeah I don't hate them with a a visceral hate like Rich apparently. Um, yeah. Right. But you know it, it, it's it's kind of a law of diminishing returns. Like they're 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 not doing anything all that new or exciting. And so every single one, every single one that comes after one is sort of a little less compelling to me. In all, in all honesty, your resignation is even more heartbreaking to me than Rich's anger. Yeah, man, you know. <laughs> you, just, you just seem like a man who has been completely beaten down. I'm not beaten down. I'm just, I am, I am still waiting in hopes of something that that's going to um surprise me i mean i will say that i was pleasantly surprised by this season of the boys uh, oh you know i'm a couple seasons behind on that so yeah i need to catch up there yeah too. I, w- I was pleasantly surprised by this season because i thought it was going to be one thing based on what they were advertising which i was not at all interested in and it turned into something actually i, I, I thought this was probably the best season of the boys Oh, um, I'll have to. I will have to catch up then. So, but yeah, like it's it. You know, I I feel like MCU and Star Wars in some ways. And we talked about this before. Like they're they're, they're kind of treading water right now, and and I don't know. Yeah, that's and, a good description. And I don't know that being a part of the giant mega corporation of Disney is going to really allow them to do anything more than tread water because there's not really. We talked about this before. There's not really a motivation for them to take risks. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now you've become a Marxist, too. Boy, a lot of breakthroughs today. Yeah, well, you know. Don't we all eventually become so, Marxists? That's not been my experience in America, <laughs> but who, who's to say? Um, my third thing that I, I liked, oh, yeah. and I got to admit, oh, you've still, already right. beaten up the other things we, that I we liked. Are, we are still on the things yeah. that we liked about the show. Yeah, apparently. I didn't... Th- 
this is my last one. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate what was his name, Haja Estri, the fake Jedi. Oh yeah, Kamel Najiani's character. I didn't hate him. Okay. That's it. That's my list of things that I like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was fine. I mean, I mean, <laughs> they're not really asking Najiani to do anything but be himself, largely in shows at right. this point. Like it's yep. it's. You know, he basically shows up Fair. and does what he does. I, you know, I, I did like the idea of, but even then, you know, I, I liked the idea of like the fake Jedi and using that to exploit yeah. people. But then, of course, they had to redeem it and that, yeah, he's actually getting people off planet and saving them. So even if he seems bad, he's not yeah. bad. And, and again, it just ends up feeling right. a little bit watered down. I know, I agree. I liked mostly the personality and not the story. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he was, he, yeah. he, he, he was fine. I liked, uh, um, Oh, I forget her name. The 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 Imperial that was working with um, Kenobi, the one that gets killed, Tala. Tala. Yeah. Yeah. I liked her, but I also liked that actress. She was really good in Game of Thrones too. So. Uh, well, yeah, and of course she had to die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. You saw that coming. I'm like, she's dead. I mean. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, I, I did. I did like her. Anything else? That, anything else on the positive side of the ledger for you before we move to things we didn't like um, as if we need to move to do that is it a is it a positive if i feel like people were too hard on um uh the actor that played reva uh moses ingram that's right that's right that 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 yeah it's i would say it's a positive for you but it's really a negative in the way in which the community of Star Wars yeah. fans came down on her. Yeah, the community of Star Wars it, I mean, fans. So, a lot of it kind of sucks. Like, it, even if even if Kenobi had been good, it, it would be kind of hard to watch it and celebrate it with those kinds of people. Yeah, well, and the other thing, too, is people are like, ooh, you know, she's a terrible actress. I hate her character. I'm like, well, she's a villain. You're not supposed to like her character, so she's probably doing a good yeah. job. Um, Sounds like she did a good job. Yeah, I, I, and I, and again, well, and the other thing too is everyone's like, "Oh, she's just another, you know, diversity, you know, hire casting right. or whatever." The racism stuff. And I'm like, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. so now we've moved from complaining about switching characters from white to some sort of non-white portrayal, and now we're just complaining about having non-white actors in Star mm. Wars. Period. Like that just feel like that's, you're verging on you're verging on another breakthrough there, Patrick. Like it just yeah, like the the you know that that you're very close. This is where this is where we're headed. Is just like oh okay, so every you know Star Wars just needs to yeah. be a lily white for this segment yeah, of the Star it. Wars fan base. Bingo, as it always was. I'm just like oh, it's so exactly exactly 100 percent you know another breakthrough that star wars has to be so i i will i will to like it to put this on a positive note i did like that you know mcgregor and you know the the star wars uh the producers of the show and everything were were very clear and straightforward in in denouncing yes um yes criticisms and and supporting Ingram, so I thought better I thought than they was, have been in the past, right? Yeah, so, so. I, I I give them, you know, again, I think that that was credit. And yeah, and I, you know, I thought, I mean, part of it is that you know her character is, does have a kind of relentlessness that does right. kind of make her off putting. But I'm like that that's her character. It's it's you know, right? Um, no, I, she's not supposed to. So anything. I agree with that. Yeah. So, but can I ask you a question? One of the things that I had trouble with Reva was understanding kind of her motivation. Yes. Throughout the whole show, especially when she at the end, spoiler, Rich, where she goes mm. to kill Luke Skywalker. No, I don't want Why Rich to know whether that? Luke survives or not. Yes. You know, but it her whole point was to get close to Vader. Yes. Right. Kid, kidnapping Leia was a contrivance to get close to Vader so that she could kill yeah, Vader. Yeah, well, it was a contrivance to get Kenobi out of hiding so that Vader would come confront Kenobi and she could somehow take advantage of that to confront Vader. Right. It was it was a big contrivance to begin it's, with. It, it, well, because, you it, know, it, Vader, it, he's somebody who sneaks around and hides a lot. Well, it also depends on right. that, that so, she has to know that Kenobi's still alive, which, again, she is convinced. I mean, she's right. She's convinced that he's alive, but... There's no real reason yeah. f- given for why she's convinced right. that Kenobi's alive. So that is a bit of a gap in her. Right. 
But, but after she gets stabby stabbed, right? Yeah. After she gets stabby stabbed, <laughs> why does she then target Luke? Like, how does like her whole point is avenging the younglings who are all yes, you know, mowed down. Well, you know, Luke was involved Anakin, in somehow. Right? Well, I think this is this is how I read it. So is that so, is yeah? That, so why would she? Yeah. Well, I, because I think what she well, I think it's it's again. She's failed in her effort to get Vader. So in that moment when she hears the message from, um, I think it's Organa yeah. to Kenobi, that, you know, not only reveals that Luke is on Tatooine, but reveals that Luke is Vader's child. I think she decides, right. oh, I can't get Vader, but I can go get his son. Uh. But yeah, I mean, but again, you obviously realize, like, well, she's not going to kill Luke because she's going to take one look at Luke and be reminded of the younglings that were killed in front of her. And, right. and then that's exactly right. what happened. I'm like, she's not going to kill Luke. Like, well, she can't kill Luke, but she's also not going to kill Luke because she's going to be reminded of the younglings. So I'm like, yeah, this is, this is, you know, you could see where the ending was going. But yeah, I read it as that. Right. that, that just, so and also it's like, yes, you're going to get revenge on Vader by killing the son he doesn't know exists, which is also kind yeah, of. Makes, ooh, so, so, yeah, even that makes no sense. And by yeah. the way. When people get stabbed by lightsabers, Apparently, it seems it, like it, they pretty much always die. Generally speaking, and yes. I just, everyone, like, except in this show, just, everyone gets better. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, Reva has apparently no, survived just, a lightsaber stabbing twice because apparently she was stabbed by Vader as a youngling. And then yeah. and then now I'm like, OK, so. Yeah. We get better. Yeah, I just I didn't as much as. The character put people off. What put me off at the end is I just I didn't buy it. Yeah, I, it just it was written to try to create drama that you've pointed out couldn't be real drama yeah. because Luke. And by the way, we also know that Uncle Owen is going to be okay too. Yeah, yeah. Again, well, and, and we also know not die. And we also know Leia's right. paradox will yeah. happen. We also know Leia's going to be okay. Like you know, there, there's nothing right. that can happen to her. No, right. Absolutely. So, you know. So do you have anything good to say about the show? Or should we move on to the stuff we don't like? Um, oh, I did like, and I wish we could have seen more of uh, badass Aunt Beru. In, in like the moment where Lars is like, oh, what are we going to do? And she's like, we're prepared for this yeah. moment. I, I would have liked, I, I like to imagine that Beru has hidden like blasters all over. Um, like blasted yeah. shotguns, they're, little, they're, they're like just all over the place. I I, I did like that little moment yeah. we got from her where she's like, "No, we're gonna handle this," and and like she's got a plan. I, I wish they had given a little bit more for her character to do. Um. So so you 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 liked a solid like minute and forty two seconds yeah, of the show. That was a well. In addition to the other like roughly six minutes that that. Um, <laughs> so I think we're up, we're up to a good like seven forty five. Um, <laughs> that, uh, that, oh, man. Uh, no, I mean, like, again, I did, I, you know, I, I, I'll always enjoy seeing Ewan McGregor as, as Kenobi. Like, sure. it's always fun to see that. Um, you know, I like that. And again, like I said, I like that this film or sorry, this show continues the same themes about the Jedi that Ryan Johnson tried to do in, in last Jedi and was basically crucified for that. Yeah. I, that I think are actually right valid points about the Jedi is that, you know, there's a lot of ways that they are deeply inherently flawed. Um, right. So I, I think there is some stuff that the, the show did that I, thematically that I liked, but again, it, it, it's, it's yeah. just the show could have no real stakes and, and the stakes that it tried to create. Like I, I get the whole, you know, Oh, we've got to bring Kenobi back to where he was. I'm like, yeah. And then he can sit in the desert for another 10 years Right. You know, not, right. not, you know, yeah. hanging out with the ghost of Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn's ghost appears at the end, Rich. Um, so, yeah. Just why like, not? You know, I mean, it's I mean, Kenobi, in my well, mind, is still way better than Book of Boba Fett, which Book of Boba Fett was not. not uh, well, good. Book of Boba Fett was boring. It was boring. Besides the fact. Well, and I don't, and I don't think you got this far in the series, Wretch. Is that maybe like two, two episodes? Yeah. I think. Well, because around episodes four and five, you basically went away from the Boba Fett stuff, and you got two episodes of Mandalorian. Which I don't. I like Mandalorian way more than Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, but in the middle of Book of Boba Fett, that you have to spend two episodes on Man. I mean, and it's not like it's important stuff. Like it's Mandalorian getting kicked out by the Mandalorians he was hanging out with. 
it's him and Grogu getting reunited and Grogu rejecting the Jedi. Nobody like, cares about Grogu. Like, it's huge stuff in terms of Mandalorian continuity that takes place in two episodes of Book of Boba Fett. And then I ran out of stuff to do in Boba Fett. And, and Book well, and Book of Boba Fett has a similar issue in in as Kenobi does is that you know the whole point of Boba Fett is you know he wants to be you know he basically is going to take over Jabba the Hutt's territory and be like the big Tatooine gangster and like from the get go everyone was but like nicely but but at the get go everyone was like well why would the bounty hunter Boba Fett want to do that and the end of the show is Boba deciding yeah you know what I'm not really good at this I should go back to being a bounty hunter like it's completely pointless yeah. it's like now it's like yes all of the reasons cause... that made this a bad idea is what the show kind of comes to in the end. And they could have had him do that in the first episode and then go back to being a bounty hunter. Yeah. yeah. So it instead also of, may begs the of, question of... Instead of being like corporate management. It's like, oh, that's great. He's now... He's though it now, also uh, is weird because then like... He's Michael from the, the office. Yeah. A person wants to try different career suits on, yeah. you know, just to see what, what fits. Yeah. Well, even even the actor so Patrick, portraying him is complaining, so... But yeah, well, he's going to divide because he's like, this is a dude who's supposed to be so badass and yeah. cold that like everyone's dead around him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Alan, but to your point, yeah. Patrick, that that the show seems kind of hemmed in by the fact yeah. that it's a prequel, which yep. I, I I you've heard me complain about prequels for a long time. Like Ugh. I just they never feel the same. I mean, they generally. Me. I mean, to be fair, that gets lost in your your general complaints about you know. Post peak point. No, I do. I, I I've been complaining a lot there's a, there's lately. A, a I, your lot, point. Yeah. I just your point is complaining. taken. But it's like I, I remember when I went to see Fury Road with Bobby, and we left, and I said, "So what we just watched was, you know, a two-hour movie or whatever, where they drove out the road and then drove back." Yes, like that's essentially awesome. what this. It's what this series has to do. Is it has to drive Kenobi out, and then they have to bring him back home. Uh-huh. Another way in which I think the series is hemmed in is it felt it felt kind of cheaply made to me in a but couple of ways. That's been a common complaint of people. One of which you guys have heard a lot from me, but I'm going to say it again. Some of the stuff is shot so dark mm. that as for, it, it may as well be a radio program. Mm. It's just disastrously dark. And then... I don't, what's the name of the little village on Tatooine that, that the Inquisitors come to? I think, they're, I think, I think they're I thought, in Mos Eisley. Oh, I thought that was just like a cafe or a casino. No, That's no, Mos Eisley Katina is a Katina in Mos Eisley. Oh, there you go, Katina. Yeah. Oh, it's like the Wilkesbury Cafe. Exactly. Yes. 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 So, yes. Mos Eisley I, is the Wilkesbury well, of of the Star Wars universe, which actually works yes. on I a was, lot of levels. Yeah. Yeah, I was literally today's today years old when I learned. Anyway, I thought that Mos Eisley was um, it felt really confined, yeah, and tiny. Well, it, well, it felt like there was no scope to, to it. it, it yeah, it, yeah. It, no, it one hundred percent felt like a set instead of a town. Yeah. To me. Well, the the, so, the one that that most people have complained about is the scene where they first met Tala, when you know. They drive up to like that that imperial outpost on tat on whatever planet they're on, um, and literally it's just a gate with with like a couple of stormtroopers. Right. Like oh, that that's the one that a lot of people complain <laughs> yeah. about. They're like that seems really cheap. Like you know it's it's a you mean the gate they could literally just walk around. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like blasting. It's it's, it, yeah. it's kind of like that's the one that I saw a lot of people with like. Well, that seems like. It's kind of the same thing with Book of Boba Fett. It's like they literally, like every episode was Boba Fett, like walking around to the same three locations um, right. and talking to people. And I was like, this is like, they, they clearly have issues with what to do because he's literally just doing the same things in every episode. Right. But yeah, the, the complaints particularly about some of the sets being a bit lackluster, um, Particularly given that they're, this is they're a, filming in yeah. in the dome, which is it's entirely virtual. They can they can project yeah, almost I was anything. Say, that was probably I think that's yeah. to a point though is that even though the dome can project anything, you know, it still limits what you can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't have a chase scene. It, yeah, not actually. It just. I mean, you, I'm sure they have a chase scene. Where it's like okay, run this way, cut, then run this way, cut. But you can't like, you know, there's it's it's yeah. when yeah. you only have like. 10 feet to work with, so to speak. Yeah. You I mean, know, I will say that generally speaking, I did like, I did like Deborah Cho's directing of the show. I, I don't have any 
kind of directorial complaints about the show. I don't think it was anything revolutionary. No, no. But it also wasn't. It, was, it wasn't completely it, bl- like Boba Fett felt very bland to me. Yeah. No, I thought it was it, it was you know well done even, but the sets upon which the directing took place just felt. Yeah. I very after the beginning, I very rarely felt like I was immersed in a real environment. Yeah, that's fair. I felt like I was looking at at set pieces. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think I think well, and and again, it's 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 again a product because you're also seeing a lot of complaints, particularly in the last couple of days about the uh, visual effects in MCU films, and I and I think again, it's a a product of, you know, things being cranked out so quickly that I don't think there's time for the quality of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. It, it, so I have a quantity of quality. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have mean, a, I may one be more hoping big that complaint, some... Patrick, and then a bunch of questions, but go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I may, I may be hoping that that kind of this groundswell of, of people complaining about the cheapness of the VFX and the cheapness of the sets in Star Wars may, maybe gets them to, to maybe course correct a little bit. Well, if even more mashed up can't course correct for them, I don't know what could. Well, I, didn't, I meant I meant the complaints that we're making that are that are more general. I, I'm not sure they'll necessarily listen to us. Oh no, I meant they would listen to us. Absolutely, that's just my they, they haven't. That's so just my far. optimism. So far as we know, yeah. maybe they made this just to spite us. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's clearly what they do. That's yeah, we'll, the power we they, have. Yeah, we'll we'll teach them a lesson. Yeah, well, it clearly worked in Rich's case. Wait till they say Book of Boba because Rich came yeah. to right. the show spited. Yeah. Oh, that's hundred percent. So now they're gonna make it good because like, oh, we've achieved what we wanted to do. We pissed them off. Mm. Now we can go back to making normal stuff. Yeah. Yep. Quality stuff from here on out. Yeah. So did you say so, you, you had another complaint? One thing, yeah, I, and again, I began by saying I kind of liked the the old school vibe at the beginning, mm-hmm. but that very quickly turned to, I, you know that I really don't like tropey stuff, right? Like the movie's done this in the past, so we have to do it again. Yes. Mm-hmm. That they have to infiltrate another huge empire installation, mm-hmm. I find very irritating. Yeah. I don't care that this one's built under the ocean or whatever, it's the same thing. Now, they do it in like eight minutes, yeah. which also makes it seem like a weird setup. It almost feels like, oh, this is like a pin we need to knock To down. be fair, it's very consistent for the Empire to have the one way that you can get into their facility or the one way that you can blow right. up their facility. No, again, true. But this is where I feel like the nostalgia is overtaking any effort at storytelling. Mm. Also, of course, one of the resistance pilots has to die. Well, of course. Of course, yeah. Also, quick question for you. Uh-huh. Um, if you were going to build an evil, malevolent, undersea Death Star. A, a Fortress Inquisitorious, yes. Yes. Would you put windows in below sea level? Yeah, you want to see the sea life. I mean, I would. I mean, <laughs> I would put it, windows it, it, in. it can't all be building Death Stars and hunting down Jedi. You got to take time to pause and look at the aquatic life on the planet you just conquered. I just, yeah. I mean, I, I would just put in thought, screen doors thought, at certain points so you can let some of the, you know, let some of the cold air from the water in. You know, honestly, cool Rich, place I, down. I, 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 I swear to you. The way that they had windows all around this facility, just waiting for somebody to, you know, blast one out. Because God knows the stormtroopers still don't hit anything. Well, they, when may, they, shoot. they may not be windows. They might be like a force, uh, like a force field. It might not be like a glass window. It might be like a which force is field. even worse because that means if the power goes just, out, all them go right. all those holes, be, all those windows the, become holes. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the point being, the point being, it didn't take a lot of. A lot of hitting, you know, a lot of contact again to 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 shatter the window. But to be fair, and, you know, honestly, Rich, it was like I thought you would walk around the corner and there would be a screen door yeah. in there. So to be fair, <laughs> it was just, again, to be fair, it's like slightly poor, ajar on the wind. Poor, poor engineering yeah. is kind of on brand for the Empire. OK, I mean, again, fair, but so stupid. And, all, right? and yeah. well, I mean, the it's other thing, so, too, is, it, you know, also the other I mean, not just the Jedi sort of sucking. But the fact that the Empire can't find Kenobi on the planet where he's still going right. by that name 
and they can't figure out yes. that Luke Skywalker yep. hanging out there. You know, the Empire's not not great either. Like it's sort of like, how did you no, not it, find these guys? That's no, fair. They're literally on. And it is one of the things that kind of bothers me about. I think this goes into your point with nostalgia. Is one of the things that bothers me about kind of modern Star Wars is everything happens on Tatooine, which is supposed to be a remote planet. Like Luke right. says at the beginning, you know, well, if you're looking for the furthest place from the center of everything, you're here. And I'm like, really? Because everything seems to happen on this damn planet. Well, literally right. 10 years ago, the Grand Inquisitors showed up exactly. and they killed a Jedi and there was like all kinds of I mean, fighting. At and, some like, point, and he had to run into the desert and he had this confrontation yeah, what they, what with they, Reva. What they need yeah, to do is they need to do like a, a, a short little five minute video that's literally like the researcher for the Empire. And like, hey, have we, we've got we've to find these people. It's like, have you checked out Tatooine? Because it's always Tatooine. Like, we should just go to Tatooine. And just get it out of the way. Cause it's Tatooine should Tatooine. be blown up. Like they should get another like mini Death Star just to blow up Tatooine because it's clearly yeah. like the hub of all rebel activity. Yeah, except that it's also so, completely remote and nobody goes there. Except right. everybody important. It's and also nobody. It's, it's yeah, it yeah. makes no sense. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we're. I have a series of questions for you, Patrick. Excellent. Oh, I love questions. Okay. I do. The first is not a Star Wars question, but oh. like not a universe question, but a casting question. Oh, okay. What were your thoughts on Flea as Vecnokru? Um, he was fine. Um, uh, I mean, it was he was. I mean, it was a little ridiculous, but it was fine. I think that's a. I think that's almost the perfect answer. Fine, but a little ridiculous. Yeah, there were kind of moments where yeah. he was a little, a little over the top, and and. You know, but yeah, he was he he was he was fine. Okay, how do how do you feel about um, the friendly driver Freck? Oh, played by Zach Braff, who taxis them to the checkpoint. Yeah, where there's the gate, they can't figure out how to get around. Yeah, I, I thought that was fine. I did like that he said because um, he's kind of a pro empire guy. Oh right? yeah, he's totally pro empire. Yeah. He says, quote, nothing wrong with a little order, right? Yep. And I thought, wow, I think Star Wars is trying to get a little political here, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that that's always been kind of of um, there. I mean, that, that the, you know, the Empire is what, you know, and that's one of the reasons why people go along with the Empire is because, you know, it's 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 order. We, lo we like order, we like structure, and we'll sell out anything for order and structure. Right. I mean, when Star Wars originally debuted, it didn't feel like Americans would like Nazi structure. Yeah. Oh, the last but we couple do. of years have made me kind of question mm. things, as yeah, it turns yeah, out. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, there's, there's, again, there's perhaps a, a, a bit of an overlap between, you know, the Star Wars fans who complained about Moses Ingram and uh, yes. people who like Nazi structure. Right. Who find Freck to be a perfectly understandable and relatable character? Yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, it's it, 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 it's it's out of our hands. It's a little bit of order, you know. Yeah, a little know, bit of order. You, you do know, you not? Freck's Freck's living you, his best life within that order. So, yeah. Do you not believe in law and order? I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. What are you, some kind of godless Democrat? Sheesh. Ex exactly. Bingo. So, how there were. There was not just one, but there were two Ben versus Anakin lightsaber duels. Yes. They live up to the hype for you? Um Yeah, I actually I actually thought they were they were pretty solid. Um You know, I, I kinda I, I I you know, I liked the the first one I really liked the savagery of Vader in terms of like, you know, pulling Ben into into the, right. the fire. Like I, I I liked that. Um Yes. And then, and then, yeah, I enjoyed the second one. Um, you know, I thought, I, I, yeah, I, I was perfectly satisfied. Now, there are a group of people that are unsatisfied um, in a way with the first one um, because that's one of the scenes that Lego okay. has made a set of is the first yes. fight. And it's almost universally been critiqued by Star Wars Lego fans as the worst Lego set ever because it's just, it's just a giant, like, gray blockers or, or you know <laughs> platform that that they're standing on so yeah uh, a lot of people are not fans it of does, that 
That does sound a little lame. That's it. But yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed I, and I, I liked, again, I, I liked the interaction between um, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, uh, particularly in the final scene, the final fight scene between them. Um, yeah. yeah. I was perfect. I was, I was, yeah. So to me, when they filmed it real dark, it looked like Ben was carrying a, fluores- a fluorescent light, which I found <laughs> a little off-putting. It seemed like a, a less threatening lightsaber. It looked oh, like, okay. you know, something in a, but uh, yeah. But so what struck me is how dirty they fought in the second one. Like they're not just using their lightsabers. They're like oh, yeah. throwing rocks at each other mm-hmm. and everything. And I thought to myself, why don't they do that in lightsaber duels down the, down the road? It's like, I always thought there was like this sense of honor to a Jedi battle if they could do all these other things, but they never do. It, it is, it is one of it the, just felt, it is it one of the strange. Yeah. Well, it's one of the issues of like, doing the modern you know doing the prequels and everything now because you go back and you watch like that first lightsaber duel in new hope between vader and kenobi where they're literally just like jabbing at each other with their lightsabers and and like it's it's so it compared to what they're doing now it's kind of it's kind of sad um so maybe they're just old men at this point it's like the best they can do i guess yeah i mean it, it, it is kind of of um somewhat that way but yeah it is kind of it's like wow they used to be really you know they used to be really good with the lightsabers and now it's like they're just standing in place and kind of right very hesitantly yeah. kind of jabbing at each other i'm like yeah <laughs> it's not it's not as you know again that 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 it's something you've got to kind of suspend the disbelief on um, right not not like it used to be yeah i guess hey how many times do you have to slice a stormtrooper with a lightsaber to kill them. Uh, 10 to 12, usually. Uh, let me see. A one, a two, a three. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. underst- I understood that reference. Did you, did you appreciate the reference to the old... Uh, that's a good one. Uh, Tootsie Pops. Tootsie Pop. That's, I just, I'm like, that's yes, right. The, the, the owl, yes. Mr. Yeah, owl. even Rich got it. Yeah, I used to love those things as a kid. Yeah. So... I'm surprised you know the commercial though. Yeah, the commercials. That feels like a, an that's, ancient yeah, commercial that's, to that me. That feels like yeah, a very, it was one that, of those ones that just stuck in my head. Like that feels like more like my and Alan's generation than than yeah than yours. Anyway, in the film, I felt like a couple of the people with lightsabers really needed to kind of like sharpen them a little bit. Yeah, Rich Baldwin. <laughs> Rich Baldwin remembers yeah. the Tootsie Roll commercial, but not Orson Welles. Who? <laughs> Oh. Did he make like oh. Wells or something? I think he made the Tootsie Roll commercial. I think he played the owl. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh. Somebody is turning over in their grave right now. <laughs> hey, why do some laser pistol shots kill and others don't? Well, because some of them are set to stun and some of them are set to kill. That's Star Trek. So they, you set no, you, so no, you set to kill people. No, because in the very in oh New boy. Hope, oh no, here when they go. confront Leia, the stupid on the on the blockade runner, the stormtrooper says, "You know, set for stun." So they have yeah. stun settings on their blasters. It is it is canon. Okay, then let me ask you a question: How come whenever a named character is shot, it's always on stun, but when an unnamed character is shot, it's always on kill? Well, I think your question kind of answers. Here's another question. Why do the stormtroopers wear armor that, that that clearly doesn't stop any kind of a blaster bolt? I guess it's because they just want them to feel better going into battle I, to make them braver. It's a good question, though. No, they're cannon you, fodder. Like, you want them to feel protected, hey, but you don't really care if they are. Right. Put on put on this thin plastic. You're going to be fine out there. Yeah. yeah. It, as if none of them ever come back for battle and say to their other, you know, fellows who haven't been in battle... Like this armor is for shit, guys. Well, I mean, like, you, you may as well. You, think you may as well wear a t-shirt and, and your underpants. And that's, the, that's the whole point of the bad armor <laughs> is so that people don't come back and tell them about the bad armor. Like it's, nobody walks, they sees their friend get blown to pieces time, yeah. and is like, man, yeah. that took his head clean off. This armor does nothing. Yeah. It's it's absolutely useless. Yeah, pretty much. Well, but I mean, the stormtroopers generally are pretty useless. I mean, they they, they can't hit the broadside of a barn. 
with, with their blasters. It, it still reminds me of of that moment in uh, New Hope when they're they're seeing the Sandcrawler, and and Kenobi says, "Only stormtroopers, you know, shoot this precisely." I'm like, "No, they don't." <laughs> like, that yeah. mean if those are precise shots, that means it's not stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. any. You know, it, although you know, one thing that I think is true is that authoritarians are often incompetent in ways that are surprising. Yeah. And so maybe that's, maybe that's I the guess. point. I guess. On I, the plus it's, side. It's shocking that it's never yeah. covered, like why the armor right. does, does nothing. Uh, there was actually, right. there was something in, um, so I'm reading a collection of uh, Star Wars short stories that was released for the anniversary of New Hope. Um, and there was one in, in one of the stories that I read where it's actually the, the helmets. The helmets don't line up so you can see straight. Like the the eye slits on the helmets are not well placed. Why? Because they're they're but, shoddily but made. But why keep make? But why keep making? Ah, because when way? you have a contract with a person, you can't break the contract. Con- what do you mean? Like a military. Yeah, it's, it's like a military are, industrial are, complex. Exactly. Problem. I exactly. Hear you. I hear you. Yeah. You know, maybe the military I, doesn't need another billion dollar jet, but they're getting another million dollar jet. There you go. And you know, helmets that you can't see out of. Yeah. Exactly. But they and look don't sharp. block sticks yeah. and whatnot it, it, because the Ewoks could still take them out. Right. Yes. That exactly. Is, you is, get yeah. hit by a stone and you're done. That is true. Yeah. yeah the Ewok. The, yeah. They're they're well. You know. Yeah. They're more. They're more. You know. It's it's so, really about the fashion. The fashion. Maybe some. So so I know we're running on up on time, but I've got at least one more question I really have to ask. Okay. You. There's the scene where Ben surrenders himself to Riva. Yes. Oh, I think, because I think he's I, realized that yes, I think I know where Riva wants to use him to get close to Vader. Yes. And they literally have a whispered conversation that feels like it runs for 10 minutes. Yes. Also within like Does, five feet of a whole army of stormtroopers. Right. Is is nobody listening? Is nobody suspicious enough? They're not going to kind of like lean in and turn their ear that way. It was just it was uh, ridiculous. That would be rude. Here. Here I do I do have a possible canon explanation for that. Okay. In that um I'm trying I think it was in New Hope when when Luke and Han are wearing the stormtrooper helmets. I think doesn't one of them mention that they can't hear anything with the helmet on. But weren't there other people there too, or was it just stormtroopers? I think they were all. I think except for Reva, I think they all had helmets on. Or there might have been some Imperial officers there that just. And had also, like the could mean that Han Solo so, put on a helmet that didn't fit him? Yeah, possible. Well, but you know. Or to be clear, now what you're saying is they're outfitting their stormtroopers in outfits mm-hmm. that do not protect them, correct? From which they cannot see. Yep. Or and from hear. which they cannot hear. Yes. So like. If am I putting this helmet on? To be clear, can they actively not hear the like? Right. Well, yes. On one hand, this would explain why the stormtrooper was so bad at aiming. It does not explain how there could be an empire at all, because you can't have people that poorly equipped and then win anything. Sure, you can. Once you've once you've wiped out all of the people that could possibly oppose you, then you don't really need competent people to maintain the order. Yeah, but how do you do that step one? How do you wipe them yeah. out? How yes, do you you've do jumped well, step two. You wiped them, <laughs> but you've not completed that, step one. But now they one. wiped them out with Order sixty six when you had the very competent clones that then you got rid of. Um, that killed that was all for the, the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, okay, the Jedi are the main a resistance. lot of people with guns. Planets yeah. worth of people with guns who are not wearing any helmets and might actually be wearing armor that blocks blastable. Yeah, but clearly they're not. They're all a bunch of, you know, hippie Alderanians that believe in peace and whatnot. Clearly, the galaxy was just ripe for conquering by exactly. anybody. It's a, it's a very, it's a very easily conquerable. It's a lot of sheep. <laughs> a lot of sheep. It's a lot of sheep. <laughs> and when you got a lot of sheep, you only well, need a couple wolves. Or Sick but you have none. Wolves. You have literally yeah. zero. We, you, yeah, you have blind. None. No, they've got Vader. Vader, Vader is a wolf that have blind. like half the teeth. You've got Vader. Vader is the one person who got a good helmet. Too bad he doesn't <laughs> have. It's a shame he doesn't have you know a what? gun. They blew their helmet budget on Vader, and so they had to do. They had. They didn't have as yeah. much money for other people's helmets. Wouldn't it be great though if a stormtrooper just went up to Vader before they were being deployed and just said, "Hey, could we just swap helmets for this one?" <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, just for the fat. You know, you wear the can, white one, I wear the black one. It'll be good. Can can you see it of that, Lord Vader? You can, you can, because you can clearly hear me, which is already. Or maybe they start up. knocking on the ear hole. You know, hello, yeah. hello, McFly. They're like they're like doing like some stormtroopers are doing like ad hoc like mods where they're like drilling holes in the sides of the helmet so they can yeah. hear better. Yeah, there's yeah. there's there's, yeah. A, there's a whole untapped potential of of Star Wars stories there. You know, oh yeah, a, yes. a, a the stormtrooper yeah. sniper is basically an average uh, an average shooter. No, no. The sniper is the yeah. guy who put who cut eye holes mm. in the front like a bed sheet, so you can exactly. actually yeah. see. You're a snor- you're a, you're yeah. a, you're a stormtrooper tra- a stormtrooper sniper, right? Yeah. He's like, so how good of a shot are you? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> ten out of I'm twenty shots. Right. Ten out of twenty shots. Fifty percent okay. accuracy. That's unheard of. I like that Rich says that what he would do is put on a Ku Klux Klan hood before he <laughs> went like to shoot. Oh, like, I missed like a good, ghost. You know? Well, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. He said they would, like, cut holes in a pillowcase so they could see better. Oh, okay. And, you know, that's not an old-timey ghost. That's the KKK, of course. Mm-hmm. That's where some right. people's minds go. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying, the stormtroopers are kind of modeled on just a... Just because they're dressed fully in white and are killing everybody but humans in some sort of xenophobic rage does not imply that they are a reference to the KKK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? There are fine people on both sides. <laughs> oh, yes. On both the Empire. Well, I mean, there's Tala, who was a devoted uh, Imperial, and then and came right. to realize that, they, that that was wrong. So yeah. they, they stopped people becoming an Imperial. So, and then there's uh, uh, What's-Her-Face from Rebels. Uh, I'm forgetting her name. Uh, the Mandalorian. No, you guys are going deeper than I can right now. Yeah. Well, you're, you're probably going to want to watch Rebels, because I have a feeling... Uh, uh, no upcoming series are going to be uh, treading pretty deeply into into Rebels lore. I don't want to see anything about the Rebels. Okay. Rich just sounded like a child being told to go to his room. I don't want to see yeah. anything about that. <laughs> I will not take my I medicine. Have my, Thank you very much. I have much. my Expanded Universe Rebels, and I'm not, I will not have them destroyed by the monolith of Disney. Oh, we haven't even talked about Mara Jade's appearance in the in the show. Is that actually a thing that happens? No, it's not a thing that happens. I don't know who Mara Jade is. So oh, I can't she's like comment. one of the fan favorite characters from the extended universe. She eventually marries Luke. So yeah. Like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it's a like, long time afterwards. It yeah. Takes well, forever. she was originally sent to hunt down yeah. Luke, and then they fall in love, and it's a whole thing. Yeah. Of course. The old friend enemies to friends trope. I but still say if I, they really it, if they really wanted to. to to piss the extended Star Wars universe fans when they revealed that, you know, Ray was the grandchild of the Emperor. They should have made like Mara Jade, who the Emperor got pregnant. Oh man. Oh, like they should There you go. I, I that, think co- that that actually made me like in pain, gave me some pain for a second, just imagining <laughs> yeah, that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Like my God. Yep, that would have been that would have been just the nail in the coffin. And, and nobody and like anybody that didn't read the books like who? Yeah. <laughs> like watching the movie, he's like, "What?" And then there's another half of the audience is yeah, pissed no, off. Yeah, no, it's it's literally just it's literally just to enrage the Star Wars fans. <laughs> That's hey, you know, speaking of nails in coffins. Yes. Do you feel like we've we've I, have we beaten this horse dead? Do you or think this, we've this bar- Grogu dead? Do you think we've? I, I was gonna say, have we buried Ben Kenobi? Yeah, possibly. But that's fine. I really thought this was gonna be a slog for me today. But you guys were actually. <laughs> Much more upset than I was, which is uh, shocking turn of events. 